Hey mama, are you finding motherhood more stressful and overwhelming than joyful and fun? Are you spending your days in survival mode just counting down to bedtime? I was there once too. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused, and I didn't know my calling beyond motherhood, or even if I had one. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. I'm Elise Rooney, and I'm on a mission to empower women through strategies and mentoring to simplify their life and home, make over their mindset, find purpose, walk in faith, to be able to be present with their family. Join me for conversations about being a woman of faith, conscious parenting and marriage, living in your purpose, how you can easily implement simple systems to simplify your home, mind and life, keys to living an intentional life and so much more. Grab that cup of tea and get ready to thrive. This is The Wholesome Mama Show. Hey there, Mama Bear. Welcome to today's episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise Rooney and I'm so thankful that you are here with me. And today is just a quick podcast episode. I've just gotten home from holidays with the family and it's been a beautiful week of actually just turning off, turning off my mind, my phone. That was so, so needed, such a needed time. So I really enjoyed that. But what I wanted to share with you, so our holiday was a bit of a road trip and my husband and I are always trying to do something that helps our marriage. So whether that is doing a study together or reading a book together, different sort of things. So we decided that we'd get an audio book um, that had to do with marriage and listen to it for the car trip. And we got something unexpected but totally better than we thought. So the book we got is You and Me Forever, Marriage in Light of Eternity. And it is by Frances and Lisa Chan. And you probably know Frances Chan uh, from he wrote the book Crazy Love. And so they wrote um, this book together and we thought, yeah, great, this is a, this sounds good. We love a good marriage book. We love marriage books um, that have a faith basis around them. So we thought, yeah this will be a good book we'll download that and we honestly didn't even look really into it but just thought that it's going to be another book full of um, tips and ideas and stories on marriages and um, yeah how to have a good marriage with a good faith background so but what we this book is so much more than ways to communicate which is important but oh this is so so good and I thought I really need to share this with everyone because I think this book is so important and such a good foundational book and um, message for every um, Christian marriage so if that is you then listen in or if it, you hope it to be you, then listen in so you can learn this from even before when you get married. Uh, 
And they kind of talk about it in the beginning that the way to have a great marriage is to not focus on your marriage. And yes, I have a sleeping roller next to me. So if you hear some funny noises or some snoring going on, it's just her. Um, so the way to have a great marriage is to not focus on your marriage, which I kind of, when they started talking to it, I was like, what are we listening to? This is, we really should have looked into this a bit more because marriage is great, but it's not that great when you compare it to the significance of your relationship with God. And I guess that that's kind of what the whole book was talking about, that the number one thing needed for you to have the best marriage is the Holy Spirit. That if you have the Holy Spirit and at a lot of Christian weddings, I guess they talk about the three strands of you, your husband and God or the Holy Spirit. And it's so true that the number one thing we need for us to have the best marriage that we can is to have the Holy Spirit and to have the Holy Spirit be in the marriage and in the relationship with us. And look, they they did really have, um, they had really good tips throughout it. Like at the end of each chapter, they give you a kind of like, I guess, homework, a takeaway for you to talk about together or go and do or something. And the first one that I really enjoyed was look at where you were and who you were when you first got married and then look at where you are and look at how far you've come, what you've gone through, how you've grown, how you've changed. Um, are you where you thought you'd be? Is it good? Is it bad? all those kinds of things. And then to think about where you want to be in 10 years' time. So what do you want your marriage and your life? But in particular here we're talking about marriage. What do you want your relationship with your husband to look like? How do you want it to be? How do you want it to feel? What kinds of things do you want to be different? And then what are the things that you need to do to be able to get there? So for us, one thing is always to learn to communicate more, to um, always be better understanding of each other and of each other's feelings. So looking at what are the ways that we can do that to, to better get that. So in 10 years' time, when we look back and where we are now, we can see that, again, we've come so far and... You know, and I love doing this with my husband because I look at it and go, no, we've, we've got a great marriage and I love being married to him. But anyway, so they did have things like that throughout the book, but the main thought throughout the book is when the world does end or when we do die, we're going to stand in front of God and be judged um, and I think everyone's goal, every Christian's goal is to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And so the whole thing is, is that we want to help our husband to hear those words. We want to support him 
so that he hears those words when he stands before God. We want to encourage him and always have his back be on his team that when he gets to that point um, of going into heaven, that he does hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. And Francis Chan in this shares about how he shares the thought that he would hate for Lisa to get there and God to say, well, you tried, but, you know, you were held back or things like that. And and him feeling like, you know, he was holding her back. Um, yeah, so they that, that was the whole precipice of it to to help our husband hear those words and and for them to help us hear those words and to have it's just a shift of mindset of only looking at our relationship and going okay well how can I please you and how can you please me and it being a very narrow and natural minded but to then look at it more supernaturally and go well we are united so how can our unity bring about more power and more fruit and more um, life in the kingdom and then it's sort of as they go into the book more talk about how being on mission should be our um mandate for our marriage that when the bible when jesus left earth the the great commission is to make disciples to go into the world and make disciples and so that should be on the forefront of our minds and even in our marriage it should be a thing of how can we make disciples and in it they talked about this story that I just keep remembering because it's like my biggest fear is that um, he told a story of a husband and wife that they knew and um, they were talking to them separately, talking to the husband separately and Lisa was talking to the wife separately and their son was in his final year of high school and they said that um, they hadn't told each other this but they were both wanting to get a divorce after their child finished school because uh, their child was the only thing keeping them together. And so um, they they hadn't told each other this, but that's just what they felt because they didn't know who each other was, they didn't love each other. Um, I just, well, it makes me so nervous. Not nervous, but makes me so aware that um, how easy it must be to get so familiar with your husband. So, so I'm constantly thinking of that and not wanting to get to that point. But um, Lisa was telling about how she was talking with the wife who then just decided that she would start doing what she um, wanted to do and started getting really interested in helping um, release girls from being trafficked and being caught up in slavery or sex trafficking, those kinds of things. Um, and so she started doing that. And then her husband actually 
then saw her doing that and she became attractive to him again through doing that. Um, And then he came alongside her and helped her do it, which then made him attractive to her. And then through them serving, they both became attractive to each other again and build up that bond again through their common unity of serving Jesus. And I think that that was another big point of um, like your unity and your goal to serve and love Jesus is enough to make your marriage last. That because through everything, if you are focused on your first love being Jesus, then he will help you get through everything. So I just wanted to share that with you. There's so much more that I could go into, but it was just such a good reminder that life should be in light of eternity. And that means our marriage. Our marriage, and I remember learning that you aren't married in heaven and I got so devastated that I wouldn't be married to Peter in heaven. But the Bible doesn't say that I won't love him because we won't be married. Um, But it's looking at earth as your time on earth as a, a bigger picture that this is really we should always have eternity in mind. So maybe we, yeah, don't focus on our marriage so narrow-mindedly, but rather make sure we have room for the Holy Spirit to move in us and in us separately as individuals but in us together as a married unit um, so that we can help fulfil our callings both separately and as a um, married couple and just to help each other get to the point of hearing those words, well done, good and faithful servant, because I'd love to, I'd love to hear that from God and him say, you know, that I helped my husband to reach his potential and his calling Um, that God has called him to so I highly highly encourage you and um, yeah that if you are married to go and get you and me forever marriage in light of eternity by Francis and Lisa Chan and read it together and talk about it and there's some big conversations that you you go through Um, like all about weaknesses and strengths and all those kinds of things. But really to have this as a foundation for your marriage is going to set you up for a win. So I hope that you enjoyed the quick little episode that today was and I'll chat with you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mother Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me 
at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.